Welcome to the Kids Own Check It Out podcast. This month, we're reviewing some of our favorite mystery books written for children. Hello, this is Miss Rachel at the Orm Library, and I have a picture book mystery for you. Jack the Tripper was written and illustrated by Jean Beretta. It's best for children aged 6 to 9, but anyone older is sure to get a kick out of the story. In this book, everyone is excited for the annual Dizzy Day Parade, which boasts its motto, Everything Goes. However, at Benjamin Dizzy Elementary, everything is going wrong. A mysterious figure is tripping unsuspecting students on their way to school, but not only do they have scraped knees and torn clothes, He's also stealing their homework, taking their candy, and scaring them so that they have to leave school early. It's up to the school's strange founder, Dr. Dizzy, and the headmaster to get to the bottom of who this Jack the Tripper really is, so that the annual Dizzy Day Parade can go on. Will they need to cancel the parade? Or will whoever is behind the craziness step forward and admit their crime? You'll have to read to find out. I really liked this book for both its engaging plots and the way the pictures help tell the story. A lot of this book shows the students at Dizzy Elementary telling stories about their run-ins with Jack the Tripper. These tales are always drawn in blue rather than in full color like the main storyline, so the reader can see both the student's memory and her class's reaction to the story in one picture without getting confused. I also love how the ending surprise of the book was referenced throughout the entire story. When I read the book a second time, I found that clues were always pointing to who Jack the Tripper really was. I also liked this story because it's a good reminder about why it's important to be trustworthy and always tell the truth. Not only will kids find this book hilarious, but so will any parent or teacher who is tired of the excuse, my dog ate my homework. You'll like this book if you like other reads about school shenanigans, such as The Universe Ate My Homework by David Zeltzer, First Day Jitters by Julie Dannenberg, David Goes to School by David Shannon, and I Didn't Do My Homework Because by Davide Kali. You might also like other tales about telling the truth, such as The Boy Who Cried Bigfoot by Scott McGoon and Ruthie and the Not-So-Teeny-Tiny Lie by Laura Rankin. You can find these, along with Jack the Tripper, at the Orem Public Library. Hi everybody, it's Katie. Wow wee pow, do I have a book for readers ages 7 to 10. It has mind control, a missing pet, and a famous detective with a silly catchphrase. This funny mystery comic is Banana Fox and the Secret Sour Society, written and illustrated by James Kochalka. The story begins with the great Banana Fox meeting some of his biggest fans, who then invite their hero to a meeting of the Banana Fox fan club. Before the meeting starts, the club president asks Banana Fox for help finding his lost turtle. Goofy hijinks take place as Banana Fox and his partner, nicknamed Flashlight, search for clues. Will they solve the mystery? 
Will they find the turtle? What if things aren't quite what they seem? You'll have to read to find out. I enjoyed this fun, lighthearted mystery. The kooky humor reminded me of Dave Pilkey's books like Dogman and Captain Underpants. The path to solving the mystery took some wacky twists and turns, but there was enough foreshadowing that the story didn't feel too ridiculous. And I loved the bright colors used throughout the book. It was a fun read. If you like this book, the Banana Fox series continues with two more stories. If you like the silliness of this book, you may want to check out the Peter and Ernesto series by Graham Annable. But if you prefer sleuths who take themselves a bit more seriously, you might try the Shelby and Watts series by Ashlyn Anstey. All of these books and more are available at the Orem City Library, so come check them out or look for them in your school's library. friends, it's Miss Molly at Orem Library. I hope you, like me, are excited for some nice fall weather so we can curl up and read some good books. This month we're highlighting mystery books. One that I read that really grabbed all my attention is called The Goldfish Boy by Lisa Thompson. This book is found in the junior fiction section in our library and is probably best for readers ages 8 to 12. In this book, the main character is a boy named Matthew. Matthew is a pretty reserved, observant boy. He spends a lot of time looking out the windows of his house. As Matthew is looking out the window one day, he notices his neighbor's little grandson playing outside. Matthew takes a nap, and when he wakes up, the whole neighborhood is in a frenzy because the little boy has gone missing. Matthew was the last one to see him and has important pieces of the puzzle that could help solve the case. However, Matthew is dealing with a lot behind the scenes. He's struggling with a worry about germs that is made very intense by his OCD. I have a couple of siblings that have OCD, so I was really interested to see it represented in this book. OCD stands for Obsessive Compulsive Disorder. Some people think having OCD just means that you like to keep things really clean and tidy, but that's not exactly the case, though some people with OCD may do that. It's more like your thoughts run in a cycle back to the same things over and over again. So for my sister, it was constantly worrying at night that she left the oven on or forgot to lock the door or going to the skin doctor all the time because every freckle on her skin was distracting to her. In Matthew's case in the book, he thinks nonstop about my hands are dirty and I might get sick if I touch someone else. He washes his hands to the point where they're dry and cracking. Seeing his perspective is really vivid and hard because what he's experiencing is rough. So if mental health is a sensitive topic for you, this might not be the right fit, but for me it gave me a lot of empathy for people going through this. So because Matthew is terrified to be around other people, helping to find the lost kid will mean finding the courage to talk to someone about his OCD and seeking help, since thus far he's kept all these challenges to himself. I really liked this book, and seeing the mystery unfold was really interesting, as the whole neighborhood goes on watch to find the missing child. If you enjoyed this book, you could also try Footer Davis is Probably Crazy by Susan Vaught, or The Secret Apartment by Natalie Fast. 
Also, I was reading the graphic novel Real Friends by Shannon Hale, and I noticed that the main character in that book also has OCD. Books are so useful in that you get to put yourself in the shoes of so many different kinds of people. I hope you enjoy stepping into someone else's shoes with a good book this season, whether you're reading mysteries or another favorite genre. We hope to see you soon at the library. Happy reading! Hello friends, this is EJ here at the Oran Public Library with another fun bilingual book called Maximilian and the Mystery of the Guardian Angel, a bilingual lucha libre thriller, written and illustrated by Javier Garza. This book was a Purabel Pre Honor Award winner in 2012. Maximilian is an 11-year-old boy that just absolutely loves lucha libre, which is a form of wrestling in Mexico. One summer, he gets to have an adventure of a lifetime. He gets to see his favorite luchador, Guardian Angel. He discovers something that changes his life and strengthens his family bonds. This exciting, action-packed story will make you laugh way more than you expect while introducing you to the world of Lucha Libre. With Javier Garza's black and white comic style illustrations, you get an idea of what the luchadores look like. Immerse yourself in Mexican-American culture through Max's Lucha Libre adventures. And his story continues in this series that has three more books after this one. Maximilian and the Bingo Rematch, Maximilian and the Lucha Libre Club, and Maximilian and the Curse of the Fallen Angel. The author, Javier Garza, is from Texas, Texas and grew up on the border with his Mexican-American family. He grew up loving Lucha Libre, which makes him the perfect person to tell Maximilian's story. He also grew up hearing Mexican folktales, which he also retold in other books that he wrote, Juan and the Chupacabras, and also La Llorona Can't Scare Me. Check out his books, and happy reading! Hello, beautiful readers. It's Melissa at the Orem Public Library. Today, I'm going to talk about the book, The Haunted Library. In this mystery, a young ghost named Kaz is blown away from his family and his home. The wind finally stops and Kaz finds himself in a library. But this is a special library. A girl named Claire lives there with her grandmother who runs the library. Claire has the ability to see and hear ghosts. Initially, Kaz plans to avoid Claire, but eventually the two team up to figure out the mystery of the other two ghosts in the library and who they might be. This story is lighthearted and a great chapter book for young readers. The Haunted Library is written by Dory Hillestat Butler, and you can find it in the intermediate section of our library. Natalie from the Oran Public Library. The mystery book I have for you is Opie's Ghosts by Justina Ireland. This book has won the Scott O'Dell Award for Historical Fiction. This book is for readers 8 to 12. In 1922, Opie and her mom moved to Pittsburgh to live with relatives. Opie learns that she can't see ghosts. She becomes friends with a ghost named Clara, and they figure out how Clara died. One thing that really stood out to me was Ophie's optimistic personality, even through some hard times. I would definitely recommend this book to people who enjoy reading about ghosts and mysteries and historical fiction.
Hello, reader friends. This is Miss Mary from the Orem Library, and today I am so excited to tell you about a mystery picture book called "Not an Alphabet Book: The Case of the Missing Cake" by Owen McLaughlin. This book starts out like your average alphabet book. That is until we get to the letter C, where the cake is missing. Bear from the previous page jumps in to investigate the disappearance of the cake. Bear goes from page to page, interviewing everyone from the apple to the gingerbread man, but nobody knows where the cake is. Soon, the pig becomes Bear's main suspect. However, some clues throughout the book may point to a different culprit. Check out this fun book to see if you can solve the mystery of the missing cake. For similar picture books, check out Chester Van Chime, Who Forgot How to Rhyme by Avery Monson, and The Alphabet's Alphabet by Chris Harris. See you at the library. Hello there, fellow readers. This is Miss Rachel. Isn't October a fun time of year? I love when the leaves turn colors and there's a nip in the air. During October, I love to snuggle up with a good book and a warm cup of cider. And October is the perfect time to read books full of mystery and adventure. I recently read a fun intermediate level mystery I wanted to tell you about. It is called Word Travelers and the Taj Mahal Mystery by Raj Haldar and illustrated by Neha Rawat. In this book, Eddie and MJ are best friends. They love playing outside, working on crossword puzzles, watching zombie movies, and having sleepovers on Saturdays. It is during one of their sleepovers that they begin to wonder how we got the word pajama. Do you know? I didn't. Eddie's mom gives them a helpful hint. Eddie's grandfather was an etymologist, or a person who studies where words originate, and he kept a book of all his discoveries. In his book, they learned that pajama comes from a Hindi word that means a shirt for your legs. But as soon as they learn this, magic starts happening. Before you know it, Eddie and MJ are magically transported to India, where they meet a new friend and get caught up in a mystery behind a secret treasure. Their new friend needs the treasure to rebuild a school, and in order to find it, they will have to solve clues. By learning new words, but they aren't the only ones looking for the treasure. Can they get to the treasure first, even if someone else is trying to block them at every turn? This book is a light-hearted beginning mystery. It is perfect for kids who want a taste of adventure, but nothing too scary. It reminded me a little of the Magic Treehouse series, but instead of learning the history of events, readers learn the history of words. And while many mysteries have tense passages, this story focuses more on solving clues and learning the mystery behind new words from a specific area of the world. In this book, Eddie and MJ learn words that have come to English from Hindi, a language spoken in India. While the second book in the series, Word Travelers and the Missing Mexican Mole, focuses on Mexican words the English language has adapted. So, if you like the Magic Treehouse. Love learning about words, or want a little mystery without too much suspense? Come check out the Word Travelers. 
Read-alikes include the Key Hunters series by Eric Luper, and for those ready to transition from intermediate books to books for tweens, the Pals in Peril series by M.T. Anderson, found in our junior section. See you at the library! Hi readers, it's Miss Rita. 789, The Untold Story is a mystery picture book written by Tara Lazar and illustrated by Ross McDonald. We are introduced to the suspects of a crime at the very beginning of the book, numbers 1 through 11. It looks like a crime has been committed and number 7, who is holding a sharp fork and knife, is the prime suspect. Number six shows up in a panic at the Alphabet Agency to talk to Private I. Six declares that he's afraid of number seven. He heard that seven, eight, nine. And now seven is after six. Well, technically, seven is always after six. Get it? Private Eye goes around town, even stopping in at Cafe Uno to look for clues that may solve Six's problem. Private Eye interviews letters and numbers. Eleven says Seven couldn't have done it because Seven left for vacation. But Nine is still missing. Then, Private Eye sees Six on the street. He follows him back to his office and turns Six upside down and reveals Six is really Nine. Now, why would Nine do that? Maybe he has self-esteem problems. Seven does get a lot of attention, being lucky seven and all. And what about the perfect ten? This pun-filled whodunit is illustrated as a big city 1940s detective story in colored pencil, watercolor, and 19th century wood type, which gives the narrative a retro golden age feel of detective fiction. It's written for children up to grade three. It has won three children's book awards and School Library Journal gave it a starred review. If you love mysteries and jokes, check out 789, The Untold Story. Thanks for joining us. Check out our favorite titles at your local library. See you next month for more reviews.